0: A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns.
1: Maybe I got a mouth and a council these other cats just don't. I don't mean to brag, so I want. See, so, but I don't mean nothing, about you, girl.
0: Welcome back. (laughs) Jesus.
1: You are listening (laughs) to. Sunday morning for you.
0: (laughs) Get that into you. (laughs) A bit of Neo and Jeezy. We'll just let Neo talk to you.
1: (laughs) This would go hard in the Tesla, (laughs)
0: right? Yeah, I (laughs) think so. You've got everything that money can't buy and we know how you're doing it. You're putting it on your fucking credit card.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good.
0: Oh wow. Good to see you as always, Mikey, but we've got some bad, bad data in front of us. Yeah. I mean
1: overall I actually looked at this and thought it's not too bad. But the thing I'm concerned about is the trend day. The trend. And yeah, the trend. Yeah. Um so well, yeah. For everyone, we're looking at the June Insights Credit Report from Centrix, which is, yeah, basically talks to us about hardships, arrears, defaults, new lending, all of this type of thing.
0: So Centrix holds the richest data set of consumer credit information available in New Zealand. Our extensive and unique credit information database comprises of comprehensive credit information, utility data, and supporting credit risk information aggregated from a wide range of sources. Mm.
1: So... It's pretty interesting, eh? Like looking at these graphs, we've got um a few interesting explanations too. The first one that the first one that caught my eye was consumer credit demand is up seven percent on last year. And then it also says new home loan borrowing is down massively, twenty seven percent. And I was like, What's going on there? And then I saw the car loans and car loans are going through the roof.
0: New vehicle loan activity up seventeen percent year on year. Year on year, yeah. Which is
1: there's a lot of Teslas, baby. Yeah, there are a lot of Teslas out there. eh? fuck oh, it is yes. noticeable.
0: I went to charge mine the other day. Ah, couldn't it bloody too many Teslas in the queue. Yeah. Oh man. My, now this is now unproductive because I got to drive it back home. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and tried to put some fuel in it, but there was uh, there's nowhere to do that. Yeah.
1: My my. Turbo Honda takes uh, about 30 seconds to charge, mate. Does it? Yeah, and then you just pay, wave, and bounce.
0: At the Z. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I'll enjoy that uh, price hike this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't joke. We'll get to that in a second too. But yeah, so new vehicle loan activity. So you know a lot about the vehicle and like motor trade space. So what does that potentially tell us?
1: I actually reckon, I mean, I don't have any... uh, actual data on this, but I reckon a lot of this is actually the the Tesla wave. Yeah? Yeah, just because it's very visual out on the road that like every third car is a fucking Tesla now. In Auckland, yeah. yeah. In Auckland, yeah. yeah. And um, the other thing is, is I'm not 100% sure if they get this because these are secured against houses, but most of the banks have got this product like interest-free or 1% interest for you know healthy green energy loan and all this shit and people can go and buy these teslas with it
0: mm. or hybrids um or do up their house with a solar panel or something right i believe is that yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah so but i have seen in my job at work people asking for these loans for teslas
0: really yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so we just have to go and get a sale and purchase agreement from tesla Tesla know about it too, by the way. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. Did one of these last week. Here you go. Boom, done. It's wow. a very fast process. Like, if you want a Tesla, come to Mikey, I'll get you 1%. Sheesh. Yeah, or there's, I think, oh, I can't remember which bank, really good mortgage broker, eh? but um, I think one of them is interest-free for a period too. But Wow. Yeah, so you, you go and borrow this money on, like, a three-year fixed rate of 1% or something, go buy your Tesla, and then pay off, you know, it's on a five-year term, and then at the end of the three-year fixed rate, You've got two years left and it goes to 8%, which is better than any other car loan, right?
0: So is this, you've got to have equity in your property to access this extra debt?
1: Yeah, these are secured against houses. Oh yeah. Um, And then obviously there's other car finance on top for people that don't have the house and they just go and do like the 15% thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there's, I mean, look at that. Like everything else is not like that number, right? Credit cards are up, but yeah, car loans is pretty crazy, so yeah. Far
0: out. That's uh yeah, that's interesting. I wonder I just can't like new vehicle loan activity up seventeen percent. That seems so much. Where maybe a year ago people weren't maybe they weren't needing to use finance to buy vehicles. Yeah,
1: it's a uh, hmm.
0: with inquiries up seventeen percent on the same period last year, demand is expected to remain strong until the Upcoming changes in the clean car discount fee coming into effect on the 1st of July. Mm. Oh, so probably people were trying to get this in before the rebate change.
1: Like they were trying to get to the gas station before the, the gas yeah. price went up.
0: Oh, man. God, that's sad. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, new mortgage activity remains quiet as home loan application inquiries are down 3.4% down on a year-on-year basis. The rate of decline is continuing to ease as the housing market downturn bottoms out. Interestingly, I mm. spoke to a lawyer this morning very briefly. He said noticeable uptick in the property space with the work we're doing. Yep. Feels like interest rates are at the top. Feels like the housing market's at the bottom.
1: Feels like there's a change in government. Feels like the rules <laughs> are going to change back the other way.
0: Yeah. All guesses, eh? All guesses, baby. <laughs> All going off emotion, of I'd imagine. Yeah. But also, one of my favourites, mate, that I like to keep an eye out, um, how is our buy now, pay later looking? <laughs> Over and
1: 1 in 10 now.
0: Yeah. It actually improved in... Uh, April, I think it was, but slightly. now May, yeah. bump yeah. bumped
1: back up, so.
0: Arrears rose slightly for buy now, pay later to 10.4%, so, you know, all those people, as always, that say buy now, pay later is so amazing, well, just know that one in 10 of your friends using it are behind and mm. they're getting smacked by the interest and they are paying for it. Grunty fees too. Yeah, so this so. is just short of the record high reported in March.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I thought when this, start, when this data started getting recorded, that buy now, pay later would take away some of the data from credit cards. Mm. But as humans are, they uh, use both. <laughs> but it is interesting. Like if we go back up here to credit card, credit cards are real fat arrears, fell again slightly this month to 4.5%, although it is higher than 4.1% last year, same time. Um and the trend of the credit card arrears is actually lower and the cre- the trend of the buy now pay later is through the roof. Like that that thing's going vertical, right? Yeah. So I think there's a bit of that happening where people aren't using credit cards and they're using the fancy new tech of buy now pay later. Um either way, not good. It's like over one in ten. Yeah. Fuck. That's a lot.
0: Consumer arrears rose to 11.7% of the credit active population in May, up from 11.3% in April 2023. I guess the, the thing is, you know, we're both big proponents of, if you want to really, like, tidy your life up and go through the steps of improving your financial stability, you don't want to have these fucking products anyway. Mm. So then when you start to see more of these numbers increasing, you know, you might go, okay, well, it's only really 11.7% of people that are behind on their credit card, but, oh, wouldn't we just have such a better, like, that's that's one in 10 people who are going to struggle to, like, ever Eat. get, yeah, well, get rid of that credit card, yeah, let alone just get out of the debt. Yeah. You know, we want to be encouraging more people to be like, don't do that. And when I spoke to the Year 11 boys at Wellington College, I said, you boys are about to enter a very dangerous time in your life because... You're the next wave that mm. get marketed to, um, and you hear words like "you've qualified yeah. for a," <laughs> yeah, "you've qualified for a credit card," "it
1: comes through on home loan approvals." Congratulations! Yeah, we just got you,
0: <laughs> and and you buy now, pay later, all these things, and they become they're effectively like a trap to keep you in there to figure out how long are you going to stay down there mm. until you get out, but also, you know. I know people love credit cards, like, I oh, get these points and shit, we bang on about this all the time, but yeah, but you're in another trap, you're in a mindset trap of, well, you feel like you're winning, so you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm pretty smart here, and I did this, you know, I had my massive credit card and I was trying to offset my mortgage and I thought it was all cute and all good and well, and then eventually you, you realise that but you're not even thinking about increasing your own income, like, why is your credit card limit yeah. bigger than your KiwiSaver why is it bigger than your investments why is it bigger than your Sharesies account yeah. but you think you're winning yeah but you're not you've trained yourself to go the wrong way mm. and the people that are making the fucking coin are the people issuing these cards yeah man you huge
1: know? coin yeah gigantic coin
0: they earn more than you they invest more than you they stack more than you they're talking in billions yeah we're talking in tens of thousands yeah you just got to look and be like this i feel like i've probably been tricked here
1: yeah, the hundred and like a couple of comments on my recent uh, Instagram credit card reel is interesting. eh? like a lot of defense against the credit card, like the hundred and fifty feet dollar fee a year is worth it for the airpoints. Mm. I'm like, I could sell a chair in my garage and get hundred and fifty bucks. Like it's <laughs> it's you're putting too much. I think yeah, too much effort goes into thinking about that as a return on investment, because that's what you're effectively doing with it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm getting the air points that makes it worth $150, so I'm if I get $200 worth of air points a year, I'm winning. It's yeah. like, yeah, but 50 bucks, man. Like, you're not like, changing your life. Like, And you put that much time and effort into working out that calculation.
0: Yeah, what a shit goal. Like, go, okay, I made 300 air points last year. Go, okay, how can I make three grand extra next year? Mm. Like, go down a different path. Yeah. I, I think... There's a reason that these carrots are dangled in front of us, right? Because they know that we'll take them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I get get a Westpac debit card, and then bin the credit. Mm. Oh, but I always pay it off on time.
1: Don't you get airpoints on that too? You do. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I get them, and I don't have a credit card. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I get that people are like, "No, there's no problem because they, you know, I I pay them off on time and all this shit." But cool. But also, your then next level of thinking needs to be okay, sweet, that's just a tool in your toolbox. It's not your, like, "Ha, I'm doing really well. Like, I've I've clocked the fucking credit game. (laughs) You're still using credit. You're still buying shit with other people's money.
1: All I think about is, like, the guys around the big round table at the top of the tower at Visa in New York... And when they see people's posts on social media about how they're clocking the credit card game, they must just be licking their chops, There,
0: A hundred percent. Like, this
1: is, they're just like, I can't believe these idiots got a spreadsheet out for do this. Let's issue them more cards.
0: And then they look down and they go, fuck, have a look. Look, see the hundred of them? Eleven point seven percent of them. They're all overdue. And they are paying us 18 percent on the cash. But no, no, don't worry. The, And I think this is the trap that people fall into, um, and I've been watching this play out recently when I released the clip about Adam and I saying, you know, should, what what's one change Adam would like to see with KiwiSaver? Mm. Like, make it compulsory. But people come at it from, like, their specific situation. They're like, fuck that, you know, I'm doing my own saving. Don't, like, don't penalise me, which I understand. But, you know, what about everybody else that isn't? Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. who's going to pay the bill? Yeah. You're going to end up paying it anyway. I
1: kind of like the idea of compulsory KiwiSaver unless you qualify as like in the financial industry, in, like in my game, if you become a wholesale client, yep, then you can choose to do whatever you want. Yes, you, you don't I agree? You, yeah. So if you earn a certain amount and you have a certain amount of wealth, then you can tell KiwiSaver to get fucked.
0: Yeah, you can prove that you're not going to need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But but people look at these things and they're like, no, but like my so. People will say, oh, credit cards are amazing because, you know, you can use them and you, you don't end up paying any interest, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that's for you. Mm. But 11.7% of people aren't living like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, have a broader look at some of these things. But, you know, I get it. I get it why people have them. Um, but yeah. I just think the, the just, marketing around the freebies and shit, fuck, yeah. is genius.
1: It is, man. It's so smart. I yeah. I don't even know. I guess when you sign up to the credit card, it's all in the fine print, right? Mm. All the disclosures and you know declarations that you sign and things like that. But it's pretty crazy the sort of marketing that they get away with in terms of financial services because like we're sort of not allowed to be like that, eh? Yeah. So it's just it's just gangster. Like they've cracked it.
0: We just go back a few steps. So you go okay. I've got a credit card. It's so good because I get all these points, right? what if they didn't have points? Like, why do they have to have points? If they're so fucking good, why are they incentivizing so hard with this stuff? Yeah. Like, what's behind the big, hey, we'll give you some money that mm. isn't yours?
1: And retailers and people that accept the credit cards would not use them because they get charged like 2 3% to have the transaction done. Mm. And it's only because everyone else wants them because of the points and they have to use them Yeah, because everyone's fucking ticked up on their card.
0: And there's data to and suggest that people will usually increase their spending when they're using debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's the same thing when you go to Sky City. They don't say, yeah, here you go, just, just keep handing us your money. They're like, no, 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 no. Give me your money, I'll give you chips back. Then that decreases the ability to think of the value of that money.
1: Have you been to a casino? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so have I. And if I go in there and take like $500 out or whatever and I lose it, I find it very hard to walk out without yeah. doing it again. Yeah. That is clever, eh? Big like, time. That is just playing on the emotional psychology of your brain perfectly. Yeah. And, you know, like I end up at the blackjack table and it's a long way to walk and there's an ATM before you do the walk and, you know, mm. there's a there's a cashier over there that you can change for chips. Yeah. That's just all perfect. Though. Ding, like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, all the bells and whistles and no the pumping oxygen so, yeah. in and it's
0: fucking. People are screaming over in that corner, yes.
1: That's all of All of Visa and MasterCard, what they're doing with you, they're like, oh, airpoints, you can fly, it'll get you, you'll get lounge passes. Oh, also, um, here's an email what you can buy from our store.
0: Mm. You know, like all of this
1: stuff, it's all free because you've got airpoints and
0: fuck. And it's always so fucking marked up as well. So when
1: you go to a shop and you're going to buy something and in the back of your mind, you've been, well, you've been subconsciously, you've been marketed to your whole life about airpoints, what you can buy with them, travel, you know, from the airpoints shop or whatever. Then you're going to wave your card at the counter. Do you think that stuff in the back, knowing that you'll be able to get that later, will help you not purchase something extra? Yeah. No. <laughs> of course. You're going to be like, okay, yeah, throw that, throw that chocolate bar on, or throw that magazine on, or, mm. you know, whatever it is, because it's like it's going towards airpoints.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fuck.
1: Like, we're getting schooled hard.
0: (laughs) But also, Kiwis will complain, oh, banks
1: make too much money, fucking banks. That's my favourite,
0: eh? Log in, mate. You've got uh, two credit cards. One's overdue. Uh, You've got four bank accounts you don't use. Yeah. You've never reviewed, like, why you have all of this stuff. Yeah. and But anyway, let's get off that shit because uh, <laughs> fucking credit cards, God save us. What else is in here? So some of the, the key highlights, mate. The number of people that are behind on their payments has risen to 426,000, up 15,000 month on month. Sharp increase in the number of unsecured loans falling into arrears. Mortgage delinquencies rise to what a word rise to the highest level since March 2020 up 34% on a year on year basis so that's somebody who can't meet their mortgage repayments mm. as more consumers face cost of living challenges now I think those are the key words in here because we're in a time where historically with lower inflation when things start getting ugly mm-hmm. you're getting you're basically getting smashed by interest increasing in your income not Um, increasing fast enough to be able to cover that but you're getting double smacked at the moment because you might be getting a pay rise but you're drifting into higher tax brackets as well those haven't been adjusted so then you lose your third to tax and then you're like okay well I still need to go and buy all this shit you go buy that and you're like fuck man it block of chocolate $6.50 now it mm. used to be $4 uh, and then you're like oh now my mortgage has gone up so you're getting smashed from basically like three angles Everywhere, man
1: I mean I'd just like to say have we not banged on about this happening <laughs> for two fucking years yes. yeah. like inflation is not transitory this is the result when you start feeling it yeah like it gets harder to pay for everything and I mean there's a little part inside my heart that is still dirty on what happened in 2020 and 2021, but I know that's not the way to get have the solution to get out of it. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but the, this is the result of it, right? Like your interest goes up on your debt and then everything you buy with that goes up in cost and everything is increasing above the rate of your wages, but your wages are increasing on average. We've seen the data for that. But then you get it taxed, and then you end up with fucking 3%, not 7 Yeah. And then everything else has gone up 20 Like, it's a very hard environment to navigate.
0: I was talking to if someone. who weren't prepared. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I was talking to someone recently, salary worker, and they said basically uh, they've had a blanket pay increase in its XYZ percentage, and it's nowhere near inflation. Mm. And then by the time you take tax off of it, and they said there's just a massive feeling across all of us that we're like, well, this is mm. shit yeah don't don't I don't feel very worth worthy.
1: Probably like eighteen months ago we did a podcast and we talked about the word stagflation mm. which is that's what that feeling is. It's when the price of everything is going up, but the economy is not growing, which means we're not we are our wages and incomes are not keeping up with the cost of increases. and we're experiencing that right now. And you can notice it because people are asking questions just like this person you talk to. And, you know, it's, I don't, I kind of find it pretty sad, but um, we just have to hope that Adrian's right and that inflation will be back in the bracket in six months.
0: <laughs> yeah. I saw someone this week say, oh, you know, ASB were predicting that the OCR could get to 4.25%. And I was using that in a, in a, as an example, to be like, be careful what predictions you accept from the bank. And someone said, oh, yeah, but if it wasn't for Cyclone Gabrielle, it would be a lot closer to that. I'm (laughs) like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, man. Like, the excuses people will look for to look for some form of hope or something. Hey, I wanted to read you this, mate, because I spotted this this morning. And obviously, uh, petrol increased on the 1st of July. The Mm. subsidy came off, so we're now back at the true cost of fuel. We've, again, been banging on about this for weeks leading into this. And I don't know, I, I'm not surprised, but there were queues at the get petrol stations. stations. Yeah. Now, my brain is like, okay, there's probably two reasons. One, as I always say, humans will take action as late as possible. Yeah. So they will wait for that yeah. day. And then secondly, are people like really struggling? So they think, well, fuck, I need to go and get my fuel today. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an article that says, the country is stuffed That's someone's words. Petrol pain is back and not just at the pumps. So this is Jason Crew. He's seven cars back from the petrol pumps and he's seething. Ahead, a man who's already topped up his van has now turned his attention to a collection of containers, filling them to the brim and pausing between each one to shrug a sorry at the waiting cars. This is going to save me about $15 at most, says Crew from his Holden, adding he's not angry at his fellow motorists, but what they are being forced to do. Jason says the country is stuffed when you've got people queuing up to save a few bucks on gas, it proves it. And and I would agree. Like, Mm. I don't think the country's stuffed. But one thing that we're trying to teach people through these podcasts is to look at the world through a more abundant lens. Mm. One thing we all get taught is like, how can you decrease your costs? How can you skimp a little bit? What thing could you not be subscribed to that's going to save you money? Yeah. Eventually, like that... Thinking can only take you so far. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can only reduce your expenses so far. Mm. I've done it, and it's very helpful. I think it is one of like the first steps. Um, But after that, it's like, yeah, we need to. Once you've done that and achieved that, you stay there for a while, and the next step is growing, eh?
0: Yeah, definitely. And you know, this is where I did a podcast a while back saying, you know, basically, if you need help, then you need to go and speak to a budgeting advisor and and find out. There's so many avenues you can get help. Mm. in new zealand but if you're literally like if the fuel increase is going to be the thing that's going to break your budget then you need to put your hand up and ask for some help and this is what this article goes on to be about too um you know also saying it's not best practice to be filling up containers but this person's like i just don't care anymore and this is the sad thing you know this is a photo of them filling up these containers mm. to then have to save this 25 oh. cents yeah and while this person said they didn't care enough to not want his name published, a tradesman said his stockpile will be used to fill the work van and family car during the next couple of weeks. He said it wasn't a huge saving though, every bit, every little bit counts. I don't see the thinking behind ending the subsidy now, it's not like anything has gotten better, has it?
1: Nah, it's, it's, I mean fuck, it's, in terms of simple chat, that's it, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Further back on the line, another motorist wasn't planning to store fuel out of fear it would explode, but applauded people who were doing it people can't afford to live anymore. We're living week to week like everybody else and cutting back where we can, but it's not like I can say I can't come to. I can come to work because I can't afford to get there. Petrol is a necessity. Mm. And, yeah, it's just what we're seeing, so this is a budgeting services... Uh, Have I got a 1% person. deal for you. <laughs> <laughs> what we can see is people currently spend about $50 to $100 per week on petrol. Bear in mind those who access our service are already struggling... Dolan says that while the return of the fuel tax might seem paltry when compared to other costs, its effect shouldn't be downplayed. It might only add up to fifteen bucks, but that's fifteen bucks. People just don't have. But, you know, what a sad state of affairs that we've got here. And it is, man. It's just like that's that's my take on that. It's just this is just sad, you know. Mm. This is
1: it is a bit, man. It's uh. Although I'm not, I can remember. Oil prices and fuel changes back in when I was younger, and this exact same thing happened. I've seen it before when people line up, or like a gas station will do a promotion or something, and they just queue up. And
0: yeah, I think, so the, I think
1: it's just humans.
0: Yeah, the, the piece though that what what I think is different about this now is that people are already feeling fucked, like rammed. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, now we're gonna take fuel back to its correct price yeah. and you're going to have to go line up at a fuel station because that's how desperate we know that you actually are mm. and how like eager you are to find a win mm. where you can be like, great, I saved myself $15. Like you said before, you could probably go into your garage and sell something on Trade Me or yeah, yeah. Facebook Marketplace. For that money. Probably 150 yeah. So you've got to think like 10 times bigger. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying don't look for these little wins like that because they do add up. Um, but eventually you've got to outgrow that scarcity thinking too and think, fuck, okay. like My life's not going to get massively better by chasing these little $15 here and there. Because yep. even waiting in that queue...
1: If that's an hour, you earn more than $15 an hour. You know, like it's...
0: Yeah, and, and you're... Like it's fucking with you. You're sitting there mm. angry. Like these people, you're saying the country's stuffed, which yeah. I completely understand. But eventually you have to go, yeah, you know what? This is our... This is broken and I don't want to feel like this. I've got, to, I've got to look at a different way. And that's what I said the other day. Think like a prostitute.
1: Think like a prostitute? Did you see that? No. Nah.
0: Oh, I made a video saying... Because when I put these things up about... Are you going to start getting the shirt off,
1: mate?
0: <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. When I put these uh, posts up about, you know, like fuel going back up, for instance, I can see people sharing it on their stories and they're like, now's the time to get into multi-level marketing and affiliate marketing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay... I get the concept is right. You need to think about increasing your income, but I'm like, fuck, a very small percentage of people from data are capable are, of ripping that game. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, you don't need to, it doesn't need to be that complicated. Mm. You need to go back to the episode where I talk about, you know, how you go online and position yourself to solve someone's problem. So I said, think like a prostitute. Literally, all they do is they find people that want to fuck them and they let them do that and they give them money to do it. <laughs> problem? solution transaction (laughs) money exchanges hands it's so true that is all it is and they fill a demand yeah Yeah. they're like oh you want this okay you can have it okay it's going to cost you sweet done yeah and that is literally that's business that's a marketplace
1: yeah how the whole
0: world works and so don't go like oh yeah fuel's going up i now need to get into this multi-level group or fucking sell these containers to this person i better ring my auntie who might need one as well or whatever be like no I need to go solve a problem for somebody and I may be able to get some cash back if I do that. Mm-hmm. And very simply, I'm not saying go out and be a prostitute, but think <laughs> like that's as <laughs> Although simple. Although it is legal in New Zealand. 100%, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's, that's as simple as that. they keep transactions and mm. making money. And it shows us that we could all do it. You know, the service could be mowing someone's lawns, for instance, or um, teaching someone how to play golf. I don't mm. know. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, don't get yourself in debt and more spending to try and create extra income. Start with selling a service because you don't have too much to lose except mm. your time.
1: I had a, someone message saying that they were in a government role and it's capped. And I'm like, well, actually, in the private sector, what you do is a multi-trillion dollar industry. So if you just thought of it like that maybe there is some more income there yeah Except interesting light bulb you know mm. so I think um I've just I've got a reel coming out from a a case study that I basically did with a client and uh ex-teacher wanted a home right young guy teacher probably 70 grand wanted a home on his own and he did the numbers and he was like fuck I'm like 15 years away at this rate so I don't know if this is legal, what he did, but basically he talked to all the parents of the, the classes that he ran and he said, would you like after-school tutoring? Yes. Side hustle starts. Now, three years later, he's got his savings and I said, what's your income? He said quarter of a mil. Wow. So from, I think it was intermediate grade teacher to basically after-school extracurricular whatever, Yeah. teaching math tutoring, Boom. Um, taking what is very commonly known as a restricted income job, doing exactly the same thing, having more flexibility with his daily hours, and tripling his, well, what is that? Quadrupling his income. Cheapest. Pretty amazing. Yeah. And I just think that it was, like his driver to go and do that was to buy a house, and I'm like, fuck man, that's cool. Yeah. Because like, if you're, if it's like the thing I say about material items, if you have something that makes you think that way and forces you to find another solution, um, go out there, find the problem, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he does quite comprehensive stuff now and he gives, uh, like, reports and things on the kids and then tracks their learning and how they achieve at school and they're all up. So he shows parents when he goes to the next one to sell, he's like, oh, well, here's the kids over the last year, they were 25% above the average in the school. Shit. And all of this shit's getting quite cool, right? And it's mm. like, all of a sudden, it's like, fuck, I better give my kid to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's very valuable. Wow,
0: imagine what he's learned through this process as well.
1: Very cool. I mean, obviously not everyone's going to be able to do that. It's certain mindset and things like that, but he's about to go buy his house, so... Yeah. Very cool.
0: Um, Recently we spoke about, mate, how the spend on durables uh, is decreasing. Now, just finally from some of this data, business credit demand up 3% on last year. Business credit demand remains solid up 3% on a year-on-year basis. Credit demand has continued to improve for the transport, financial and support services sectors... And there's some interesting data in here which basically says that there are over 43,000 registered companies in the retail trade sector, which is 6% of all registered companies. Now, retailers that specialize in durable goods such as electrical appliances and household furniture are at a greater risk of business failure mm. 1.5 times that of the typical New Zealand business. Mm. So, as the disposable income decreases, we're like, do I really need that 72 inch screen? I'll, do I'll tell I need you that exactly couch? exactly
1: how this happens. In my house, we had a dryer and it broke. And it's a new one for the one that I want to take, the amount that I want is like $2,000. So do you know what's up the road for
0: $5? The, um, what are they called? Laundromat. The
1: laundromat. So you can go to the laundromat a lot of times at $5 when the cost of something is 2000 mm. And people will make that choice and not go, pop off to Magnus Benro and grab the new dryer, you know? Yeah. And that's where it comes from. And it's the same thing. Of course, you're going to need, like, a fridge and a freezer and things like that. But if it's something like that, and, you know, like, we, we've got fucking three TVs, so if one broke, I'd just probably bin it. Yeah. You know, we don't need the other TV. We don't have to replace it. Um, So that's what happens, because once the pressure comes on, the cost of everything goes up, you're trying to count your pennies, you're trying to fucking get that afterpay under control. It's like, shit, that takes a back step. Yeah. They're kind of like luxury items in a way, right? Mm. Some of them. Um. So yeah, it's. I think Laundromat's a fucking genius business for the next three years.
0: Great marketing from Magnus Benro as well, to be the, the name that came to your head.
1: Yeah, and you know, I haven't listened to the radio for probably three or four years, and yeah. I can still remember that that's the company that does it. Wow.
0: Well, yeah. Sharp. I was yeah. thinking Harvey Norman, take my cue card in there and grab a Lazy Boy <laughs> while I was there as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you who also has some great marketing, mate, and which I think will contribute to, in a couple of months' time, these figures for credit cards being overdue to be even higher, and that is a lady by the name of Taylor. Paula swift one on you, because Man. Taylor has this week had 800,000 Australians and Kiwis lined up with their laptops, four screens, trying to log in, trying to get themselves tickets. Now, I could just about guarantee you, because I've seen transactions already for some of my clients, that... Those are going on credit cards. Mm. And some of those tickets aren't cheap. Now, let me tell you something else, Mikey. If you look to head to Sydney to go see Taylor Swift, you're looking at about $440 for a room for a night Mm. to stay. Now, if you look the the Saturday before and you want to go stay the Saturday before, Mm. guess what that room costs? About 50% less than when Taylor Swift's in town. Oh, yeah. And what do you think you're going to do to pay for that hotel room? You're probably going to put it on your credit card. It happens,
1: man. Like when the Formula One's on and I try and book flights, it's always twice as much.
0: Yeah. You know, they know. So this is what I can't reconcile, but I kind of can. So basically- I love this though.
1: (laughs) This is fucking so cool. I love this shit. This is why I hate it when governments sort of say no to people coming to the country. Because the airfares get more expensive. The hotel prices go up. The cost of pissing the viaduct goes up. And it might only be for a weekend, but it's fucking good for the economy, eh? And it's all that international money.
0: And she's not coming here. No. So we're going out. So that's going to contribute to our current account deficit because we're Mm going to take money out of the country. But... You got 800,000 people. So Australia are in a very similar situation to us with their cost of living. And I've heard over there that some of the banks, for instance, are already 60% of the way towards the hardship figures that they had in the GFC. Mm. And they haven't been jacking rates as quickly as we have. Mm. So there's a lot of pain still to go over there. Also, in New Zealand, I think we've still got about, I think there's a 100 billion worth of debt that's going to roll off in the following 12 months. About
1: fifty mortgages wise. Is that all? Yeah, about, I, about 55. Okay. Yeah.
0: So 55 billion let's say in the next 6 or 12 months. Is that this year because I think
1: the, the the best way to look at it is there's about 3 to 320 billion worth of all mortgages and the average interest rate on all of them right now is about 4.85 and if interest rates don't move they're going to end up on 5.9.
0: Got you. So there's okay. about
1: another percent of cost coming on 300 billion.
0: Yet and people are saying, look, I need to line up to get my fuel, et cetera, et cetera. This is the country stuff, whatnot. But there are people going, fuck it, I am sending it and I'm going to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. And she's going to become a billionaire off of this tour. That's US dollars too. So times that by 1.6. So yeah. if you hate billionaires and you want to tax the rich and stuff, look at, look at the actions that you're taking. Mm. Oh, fucking hell, banks make too much money. Billionaires, I'll tax the rich, eat the rich. Well, look how many people are going to see Taylor Swift become a billionaire in one fucking tour. One year. Um you oh know, man, it's so cool you know you 're not using the cash that you've got, you 've got them on a credit card. Oh, look at what the hotels are doing to you. Look at what the food is going to be like. Look at what's going to happen with air flights. you know, so don't complain about shit mm. and be like, oh, i've got this big stance over here about doing this, but then you fucking go on the other foot and you basically just do everything that you 're allegedly opposed against, yeah, yeah, oh, no, it's completely different that's not no no, that's not how it works. well, you've only got yourself to blame, <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, I didn't know she was that special. Yeah, but it's pretty fucking cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I rate it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's inspiring if you look at it from that lens. I don't begrudge her. Um. And oops, yeah, sorry. You oh shit! What have I done there? I've pressed the green one, mate. Oops. Yeah, I think you muted me, mate. Oh. I <laughs> you, you you tried to uh, mute yourself, but um. But yeah, a fa- fascinating to watch play out. But also, I do what I understand from researching is that if people have a chance to feel entertained and escape from the reality of how life can be tough, they mm. will take it. And I think you know, 800,000 people trying to get a ticket to Taylor Swift may represent like 6% mm. of the entire population.
1: Is it 800,000 Kiwis we're trying to no, get? No, no,
0: no, no, no. Uh, Australians. Oh, right. Yeah. And, well, I think there was 800,000 people trying to get onto the website at one time. Yeah. I
1: mean, and what's the stadium? Probably like 50,000 or something. Yeah. Oh, fuck,
0: they're yeah. so cool, eh? The Demand that is
1: supply and demand, right there, baby. Yeah, you can charge whatever you want, exactly. Get your and credit card's out, mother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, there you go. Um, don't worry about you know, ticket tech and how much money or whoever the tick- ticketing went through, too. I'm sure they're, uh, they're clipping the tickets, so to speak, along the way. But just fascinating to watch some of these things out. We know things are getting tougher, but at the same time, the money is still out there if you mm. can offer people um, the, the right thing. But hopefully, all of you. You've been so well trained by now to be thinking about new income, to be thinking about being careful about these financial products that you, you know, you're being used. When you use them, yeah. you're the one being used. But yeah. you feel like, no, 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 I'm, I'm winning with it. Make sure that they don't use you too much and you don't yeah. end up like Luke with his $15,000 maxed out credit card or his fucking Q card that he's repaying, <laughs> uh, that he's got a lazy boy on that he doesn't even use anymore. Yeah. And oh, man. yeah, go into the old, someone po- I sent me a photo this morning, went into their garage and they've cleared it all out and sent me all the $50 notes that they've turned that shit into. I saw that.
1: That's pretty cool. cool eh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've been waiting. I actually might have a look because I thought there was, there's going to be someone who's going to comment and they're going to say, well, I don't have a garage, so what about me? Yeah. And I was going to say, listen to the How to Think podcast <laughs> yeah. because your brain is like they've gone the wrong way with it. So we've
1: got a few bad reviews on that one. eh? really? Yeah, didn't, didn't you say there was a few saying, oh, it's too long? And
0: oh, right at the start, yeah. 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 But no. But like then it's
1: also the most shared. That was yeah, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, most shared. And I've had so many people say same. that was uh, out the gate. The
1: messages off that one. Because I was away for two days earlier in the week when that one came out. Mm. And I was out of reception. And uh, I came back and I was like, opened my Instagram. I was like, whoa, fuck, <laughs> something's happened. I thought it was cool because I thought it was like one of my... Uh, Reels blowing up, going viral, but yeah, nah, it was just a podcast. <laughs> people were just commenting on the podcast, so that was pretty cool.
0: But also, if you're if you think oh a two hour podcast is too long, it's literally a framework of how to think. It could change your life. And you're like, Oh, it's too long for me. Because mm. you're so in tune with being smacked up by fucking fifteen second reels and short dopamine hits from yep. content. That like, do you think people can really cover a topic of like how to think that's mm. literally instrumental to your life and everything you do that they can cover it in like three or four minutes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so (laughs) it it probably shows for those people, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not even thinking about how serious and important this is.
1: Can I ask you something just on this report quickly? Let's do it. So we've got industry sector insights. Um, This is under the business credit demand piece. So industry sector insights, uh, credit defaults, construction up 16%. Yeah. Hospitality up 17%. Retail trade up 17%, transport, flat, minus one, property and rental, plus
0: 22%. Yeah. What do those mean? I don't know what the, I assume- Because they scary numbers. Yeah, that people are, whether they're in the business of property slash renting, whether that's like property management type stuff like that industry, I, Cause it, I really don't I f- know.
1: I feel like they're talking about business credit here, right? So- mm. Like We've seen construction getting hammered. We've heard about hospitality getting hammered. We know retail's taken a bit of a hit, but I don't understand what property a rental is, but that's the scariest number.
0: What about if it's real estate agents and 22% of them are behind on their uh, repayments <laughs> of their beamers? Someone messaged me and they're like, fuck, you always give real estate agents a hard time. You're hard on us. Sorry to all the real estate agents. Yeah. I, uh, I don't mean to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Everyone's yeah. hard on real
1: estate agents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny.
0: But yeah, that's that, and that does that does look ugly. I think. I mean, this is what we're seeing: construction, hospitality, retail, trade. Very tough. Very, very tough. Yeah, man. Um, you you really got to compete for money. I've actually got a call with a Keep the Change listener this week where they said, basically, just gave me a, a very quick backstory about their business, and I said, book a book time with me. I'll see if I can help you out over fifteen minutes. Um, but. Yeah, basically in that space where the money's probably drying up mm. and now they've got to figure out. I always say to clients I'm like you can't wait for the market to come to you anymore. Like it's not happening, you yeah. need to go to the market and you need to fucking like really do it.
1: Do you want to just run through the uh the sugar, the candy and the Oh yeah, that we that should cool. uh, I could Should we do another pod? Yeah, yeah we we'll so do. So everyone that. who's just listened to this one, thank you for tuning in leave a five-star review. We're trying to get to 5,000. I'm going to do something special when we do. I'm not going to announce it yet though.
0: Okay back to Neo Neo <laughs> so oh. grunty oh, we lost him it's not playing damn it oh man I pressed the wrong buttons before eh oh you've broken the platform alright team oh hang on here we go <laughs> yes right be good out there people we'll see you in the next episode make sure you're looking after yourself you're leaving a five star review you're thinking about ways that you can find extra income to bring into your household and you're keeping an eye on whether you're becoming one of the statistics that ends up in these reports that we end up talking about
1: Homestead and tell her what's true, baby, you know.